Hello, my name is Tim Price, and I want to thank you for listening to the Go Harvest podcast. Today, I want to talk about a focus for your church within the area of five stoplights. Welcome to the Tim Price Go Harvest podcast, where our mission is to equip and encourage ministry leaders. We're so thrilled to have you listening to our podcast, and our prayer is that it will be helpful to you and your teams. If you have any thoughts or questions, feel free to reach out to us at timpriceblog.com. We'd also be honored if you would subscribe and share with others. Heading now to today's episode. There's an old adage in marketing that your target is five stoplights from your location. And there's a chance that this could be totally outdated. I'm not really sure. I read it somewhere along the way, and it's often come to mind when I have thought about our church and our ministry focus. And now this doesn't factor in several things, one being the fact that depending on your geographical location, your community might be several communities. It also doesn't really impact the digital world at all, which can go far and wide and doesn't matter about geography, obviously. But for those who show up in person to participate in the ministries through your church, this may be a good gauge of your reach or your focus, at least some discussion. So think about your church. How far out in any direction do you need to go to encompass five stoplights? Again, this is a marketing type of a thing. And maybe in rural areas, you may have to include, you know, four-way stops as well, or I'm not sure how you would do it. But of course, there are people who drive farther, but there is still this idea that you can build a circle around your church and five stoplights might be a good way to do it. For us, it's about right. If we go five stoplights to the east of our church, we are in and near the community of Highland, Illinois. If we go five stoplights west, we are in Edwardsville, Glen Carbon, Maryville, Illinois. If we go to the south, we're in O'Fallon and Belleville, Illinois. And if we go to the north, we are up in Marine and Warden and Hamill, Illinois. So if you're not from this area, that doesn't mean anything to you other than the fact that when I think about our church, that is definitely the circle of where people drive from to be a part on a regular basis of our ministries. And like many churches in the Metro East where we're situated, several of these communities are really close. In fact, half of our zip code doesn't even, um, half of our attenders in our church don't even live in the same zip code as the church is in. So as far as our ministry goes, we do probably have a focus reach of about five stoplights in any direction. But here's what this principle kind of reminded me of. I wanted to share on this podcast and wanted to put into the blog post for today's post, which you can you can see that in the show notes, or you can uh, go to the blog post and find the podcast at timpriceblog.com. So here are a few things I just wanted to share. One, we want to think about who to invite. The best way for people to be invited is by encouraging and equipping your congregation to invite people. As it's been said, sheep beget sheep. So however, there are times when through digital and, and media print, you send a blanket invitation out, and maybe it's through uh, other means. But when you do that, then you can have a sense of how far out to send, where to blanket the postcard or the invitation or the um, even Facebook ads as far as geography goes. So this five stoplight mindset kind of helps you figure out who to invite. Secondly, it helps you focus on your ministry. 
It may help you figure out what community ministries are right around you that really do need your church to partner with or to be a part of or to support. For some more urban area churches, you may find your focus to be much tighter than you thought, and especially based on the idea of five stoplights. And this clear focus can have amazing impact on your ministry. As far as ministry focus goes, there is a trend in some demographics where a church is ministering to people who are way far removed from the actual community that the church ministry point is, from where the building sits or from where the center is. And so this might be a wake-up call to say, we need to reach those people right around us as opposed to the peripheral people who used to live right around us. All right, the third one is a clear mission field. This five-stoplight marketing advice might offer clarity to your mission field. And what I mean by that is that the scripture where Jesus says, look up, the fields are ripe for harvest. Knowing the geography around your church is so important. And one of the things that we used to do on a regular basis is we would get into a van or the church bus and we would take staff and leadership and just drive around our community. Sometimes it was for the purpose of prayer and sometimes it was for the purpose of just seeing what was going on in the community, especially for the staff and leaders who may not you know, live in the community directly or come to the church but don't drive around the roads right around it. It was always amazing to see a new subdivision popping up here or a new road going in there or new businesses opening up here and there. And so we need to know about our community and the region around our church. It helps us have a clear image of the mission field so that we can know the fields are ripe for harvest. Sometimes we bemoan the fact that nobody's coming to church or we don't know who else we would ever ask. Well, drive around your community one day and realize there's home after home after home with student and child and parent and family member as far as the eye can see of people who need to know the love of Jesus. And so you want a clear mission field. All right. The next one is it gives you an outward focus for the church. So the mindset of these five stoplights from your building is a great way to keep an outward focus. And as we know, as church leaders, it's too easy for us and our people to become inward focused. It happens so naturally. It happens by just the nature of a group of people together trying to make things happen. And so this five stoplight idea is a constant reminder that we are moving outside the walls of our building and we're looking for ways to reach people. All right, we have a few more. We have where to focus ministry, the clear mission field, the focus on the outward of the church, and who to invite. And we've got just two more. And before that, we'll share this brief commercial. It's always conference season at Harvest Ministry, and we're coming up on some great ones in the next few weeks. We'd love to have your church join us for Fire Up Senior High Conference, the Light Kids Conferences, or the Girls Conference. Each of these discipleship events is an opportunity to help grow the faith of the next generation. Find out more at harvestconferences.org. Okay, the last two here, the last two thoughts as I think about this five stoplight idea. The first one of the two is a reminder of curb appeal. And really, this is a practical kind of thing about five stoplights, and that's the fact that cars are driving by your building all the time. And it'd be neat to figure out how many people pass by your building on a daily basis. I have no idea how you would go about doing that. But I do know that your curb appeal, your building, and your ministry is important to attract 
people to know who you are. Is your property a witness to the public? And of course, the ideas here can be endless, but great looking, attractive signs, landscaping, and other aspects to your building can truly be an attraction point. It's not everything about your ministry, but it is important. One point I wrote a blog post about what does your building say about God? And all through scripture, it seems like they were heralding the city of God and the beauty of it and the need to get there and be a part of it. And so there is some aspect to people wanting to find out what's going on down at that church. And the better equipped you are from a curb appeal perspective, the better equipped you're going to be to being a witness to those who may never step in, but drive by and see it. So this five stoplight marketing idea is a reminder of that. And then one last one, and that is that it's a hospitality reminder. You can encourage your church with this. We're always expecting guests. So five stoplights away from your building, draw a circle around your church. That is a lot of people. And it's an opportunity for us to remember that though we may not have a guest every week, or maybe we do, our role as a church is to welcome guests, to turn friends into family, to invite people in so that they are part of the community of believers and that they would get to know Jesus. We want the ushers and the greeters and every hospitality team member in our church to stay focused on the guest each time we gather for worship. And in the blog post, I mentioned a couple things that you can grab a hold of if you haven't yet. One of them is just six mantras that you can use for your hospitality team and a few other hospitality team posts that are also mentioned on the blog post there. Well, at the very least, I hope that this concept stirs up a few creative thoughts for your ministry. Who to invite, where to focus, the clear mission field, the renewed outward focus for your congregation, a reminder of curb appeal, and the hospitality reminder that we're always expecting guests. I'm praying for your ministry and praying that you continue to be a light and salt in your region and in your community and that you keep thinking big about what God can do. And we're praying that uh, mighty things happen as a result of your faithfulness in serving in the church. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. If you haven't yet, we want to encourage you to check out the local church resource bundle available at our website, timpriceblog.com. For about less than half the cost of the price for each individual resource, you can purchase and download the links for church staff, worship leaders, student ministry leaders, and kids ministry leaders. Once you purchase and download the link, you can share it with others in your church leadership, volunteer or paid. Find out more at timpriceblog.com. We know this will be a helpful resource to you.